Good morning, everyone. Pastor Morrison speaking. We are blessed of the Lord to be here. Today is January the 30th, 2022. We are blessed, certainly blessed to still be in the land of the living. We are so grateful to the Almighty. I want to encourage every one of you. If you have not been tuning into the Bible class teaching of personal convictions being taught by our very own elder, Joe Morrison, he's doing a series. I encourage you to go back, listen, re-listen. We are going into our fourth session. So... I want to encourage you to get that. Learn the importance of having or obtaining a pure conscience. I want you to understand and know the conscience that you have now. And the conscience that we need. So go back, rewind, listen. Because having that pure conscience is what we all need. Okay? Now today we're going to be going into the book of Matthew chapter 6 and we're going to start reading at the first chapter. We are going to be going into prayer every week, every Thursday, every Thursday. The doors of the church will be open from 6 to 8 every Thursday. You do not have to be there for the entire two hours, but I wanted to provide a place. I wanted to provide a place that each and every one of you can come and communicate with the God. Because we all know that there's only one true God. And I wanted to be able to have a place that you and I can go to in prayer, in communication with our God. We need prayer. We need to rebuild what has been torn down in our churches. And the only way we can do that is that we go before the Lord in continual prayer. And if there's anything that you would like for me to pray for you or your family, anything. All you have to do is shoot me a text message. We know that text messaging is very impersonal. So you can either give me a phone call and you'll go in prayer. We're not there to look at people. I don't care what you have on. I'm not even on that at all. It's between you and God. But let me know what it is you want me to touch and agree. Whether it be through text message, a phone call, and we'll be in prayer with you. So come on, men and women of God. And if you want more information concerning prayer and location every Thursday from 6 to 8, I'm looking for you to be there. Okay? Matthew chapter 6, starting at the first verse, I am reading. 
from the New American Standard Bible. And the word of the Lord lets us know in verse 1, Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving will be in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners. So that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you pray, but you pray, but you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then in this way. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others for their transgression, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then will your Father will not forgive your transgression. We bless the Lord. We bless the Lord. Today, we're talking about prayer. There is a necessary need for prayer in this season. We know that the word of the Lord lets us know that we are always to pray. There's something that we should always be doing. Always be in direct communication with God. But many of us have gotten away from that communication with God. And we have pulled our attention to other things, other people, places, and there is no communication with God. We got to fix that. 
And we have to do it in a hurry. Why is there a necessary need that it be done in a hurry? It's a necessary need because the men and women of God, the church is going under, it seems. Of of course, now hear me. The enemy cannot stand against the men and women of God. But when I talk about the church going under, I'm talking about what we know as the church. It seems that the church world seems like it's lost. And we know through history and the word of God that this thing happens. It has happened in history and it's happening now. So it takes the true men and women of God Apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists. It takes the men and women of God to go before him in prayer. The word of the Lord lets us know if my people would humble themselves and pray. Seek his face and if we would turn from our wicked ways then that's when things can start being rebuilt that's when he will hear from us our lands our families will be healed but it's only when we do what the word of the Lord has said and that is to humble ourselves before God the God the one and only true God And this is why there is a necessary need that we, the men and women of God, go into prayer. I know some of you have been thinking and talking about the need to go inside the church. You want to go inside a building, a four walls. Your opportunity is available this week. And next week, the week after. It's, It's available to you every Thursday. Every Thursday, every single Thursday at 1403 North Forbes Road, Lexington, Kentucky. 1403 North Forbes Road in Lexington, Kentucky from 6 to 8. Your opportunity to reach your God. The word of the Lord lets us know that we have to take the responsibility. We, as an individual, have to take the responsibility to search out our own salvation with fear and trembling. So let's start searching. Let's start seeking God. Let's start interceding for the church, for leadership, for our families. I'm looking to see you there, crying out to God. And we're going to show you how that, what that's supposed to look like, what it looks like to communicate with God. This particular verse of scripture in Matthew 6 is the son Jesus talking to us himself. And if you have that printed Bible, you will see these letters written in red. Why? Because these are the words of the Christ. He says, beware of practicing your righteousness before men 
to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in the heaven. Who is in heaven. So this is saying, whatever you do or whatever I do, we must do it to serve God. There's no way in the world that we can serve two masters. We got to love one and hate the other. I hate the other and love the one. You you can't do both. We cannot serve two masters. No serving two masters is acceptable in the sight of God. We can't do that. If you are for men, you can never be for God. You have to pick one. So this is saying, when you are practicing or when you are living out what you know as truth, righteousness, you have to do it in the eyes of God or to please God, not men. An elder has been talking about how our conscience can be variegated or be mixed up because of the things that we allow to enter into what we see and know. He says, beware of practicing righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your father who is in heaven. Our ultimate goal is to serve God. To be connected with the father in the heavens. And these things that we do to please men are to gain status. He said, beware of that. In other words, there's no good or no inheritance that come from that in the heavens. And we don't want our conscience to be altered by trying to please men or accepting the opinions of men. So he says in verse 2, So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you. Have you ever heard of a sound of a trumpet. I know I had several brothers that played the trumpet. That thing takes a lot of air. And it, the sound is so loud. It, it, it is extremely loud. To, 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 I mean, that is, is, it's loud and it takes a lot of air. So it takes effort to blow a trumpet. So, Jesus is saying, when you give to the poor, this is something you do to serve others for Christ, for kingdom work. When you do this, he said, do not do that extra effort thing of men to be known of men and letting everybody know this is what I did for the poor. This is what I did. This, a lot of times we see that done on Facebook. They'll have what they're doing for the poor. Showed all on Facebook. And, and this is what we're doing out here. Come out here. And it's, it's different. 
to let it be known if you if, if you are in need to let it be known we, we we are serving this and that but don't don't just try to blow your horn like a trumpet and let people see what it is you're doing for the poor because that's the only reward you're gonna get what is your motives what are your motives for serving or doing for the poor is it to be honored by men remember we can't serve both you got to choose one men and women of God you have to choose one you cannot serve God and man you cannot serve God and money. It's, you have to choose, okay? He said, truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. If you are serving the poor or giving to the poor, if you go off running your mouth, look what I did, this, that, or the other, that's all the reward you're going to get. So what are your motives, Really? Verse 3 says, but when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. See, it ought to be that quiet. As close as your left hand is to your right hand, and as, as close as they depend on one, one another for support. He said, it should be such a silence of what you do for the poor that your left hand don't even know what your right hand is doing, or vice versa. Whatever you do for God or for kingdom work, it ought to be done in silence. Shh, be quiet. Verse 4 says, so that your giving will be in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Mm. It really makes us think, about why we do what we do and what motives are we what what are the motives what is motivating us to serve he said when you pray you are not to be like the hypocrites for they love to stand to pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men look at that this is what hypocrites want to do Hypocrites, the only reason, and this is their motive. Look at, look how wicked their conscience is. See? Go back. I'm telling you, go back and look and study what elder is teaching is necessary. Look how weak their conscience is. Look how altered it is. Look how wicked and how seared this, this person that Jesus is speaking about. Look at that conscience. Look at that evil conscience. This is the motive they have of praying. It's not to communicate with the Father. No, that's not it. It's not to get direction from the leader of the Holy Spirit. That's not it. But it is to be seen by men. So they use these big extravagant words. Make themselves look powerful and important. That's why when you come this week, Thursday... 1403 North 4th Road. You're not coming to be seen of men. 
You don't have to practice the words that you're going to say. Or you don't have to get in your Webster's Dictionary to find big swelling words. Huh? You don't have to do that. Because this place is open intended for you to be with you and your God. Ah, thank you, Jesus, for your truth of your word. These people that do this and, and do, do things for men, these hypocrites, they have their reward. That's all the reward they're going to get is being praised by man. And we know that doesn't go anywhere. He said, but you, he's talking to you and me, those, the righteous, those that our motives are pure and, and is good. Why? Because we have, we have sized it up with the word of truth, not our opinion, not traditional ways of thinking, but the word of truth has caused us to see through a glass clearly. He said, but when you pray, go into your inner room. Go into the secret place in your heart. He said, close your door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And I know some of you are in fear of COVID. Mm -hmm, I know you are. And some of you may use that excuse to not enter into the house. But you can enter into your home. And the reason why I say, you know, come on out to the house. Because we have been, we have been in our homes for over a year now. Uh-huh. And we've had the opportunity to reach God. But many of us haven't, haven't gotten there yet. We, we. We still don't understand the necessary need to pause for a righteous cause and include God. Glory be to God. So, so I'm encouraging you today to come out. Come out of your home. Come into the house of God. Don't look around to see people because many of them won't be there. To come out to see what they have on. We're not studying clothing. But come and pray and seek the face of God for this nation. Because many of us, we're, we, we have some things that are approaching us. It's coming up. The Spirit speaks. Some of you may consider this as prophecy. This prophecy will be true. Ah, glory be to God. Because I am not a lying prophet. Many of us are about to go through some rough stuff. We are about to lose some people that are dear to our hearts. And we're going to need strength from God himself. And this is how you, you store up. You store up prayers. You lift them up before God because the word of God lets us know he already knows exactly what we need. He knows our end. He knows the future already. He is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. He knows it all. 
So we need strength. We're going to need strength to continue this journey. Listen to the word of the Lord. He said, you go, you pray, go into your inner room, close the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret, he will reward you. If you do these things, communicate from the depths of your heart in secret, not to be noticed as men. It says he will reward you. You can count it as done. And when you are praying, listen, when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition. You just saying stuff to be saying stuff. Don't do that. You are to communicate with God on purpose. We all know what it means to communicate. When we want someone to listen, when we try to get our point across, we really try to choose the words we need to communicate. We want the person to understand where we're coming from. Don't use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. Don't do that. Be real with God. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Be real with God. He says, so do not be like the Gentiles. For your father knows what you need before you even ask. Well, some of us may say, well, if he knows why ask. Well, the Bible said you have not because you ask not. There has to be continual communication between the seed and their father. Has to be. Verse 9 said, pray then in this way. He said, this is how you pray. This is the Christ speaking. He said, our father, which art in heaven, we acknowledging that the father sits in the heavens. He said, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Your name is holy. You are the one and only true God. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Not my will. Not my agenda, but yours. Let it be done on the earth just like it is in the heavens. Whatever is going on in the heavens, whatever is your way, in the heavens, let that be done right here on the earth while we're residing here on the earth. He said, give us this day our daily bread. Did you hear when David said, he said, I have been young and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread. There will always be bread for you and me. For the righteous seed. He's going to give. The bread is always available. The word is always available. He said, and don't forget to say, forgive us our debts. Why? Because we're human. We make regular mistakes. Sometimes we sin and we don't even know it. So when you pray, don't think yourself so righteous, so high, so holy that you, you forget to ask prayer for yourself. We're so quick to judge others. But he said, he said, 
pray that the Lord will forgive us our debts, what we've done, as we have also forgiven others. Men and women of God, life is too short. We don't know how long we have here. And we're holding on to unforgiveness. That's a must need for you to forgive those that have transpassed against you. Glory be to God. Do it in prayer. Let God help you. Let, let the Father help you. And he says, pray and say, do not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and power and glory forever. He says, Father, don't lead us into temptation. He's acknowledging the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Acknowledging the necessary need that we need to follow its lead. The help that was given to us. The comforter, the Holy Spirit, don't lead us into temptation. Why? Because our motive is to serve God and please Him, not man. We want your kingdom, your power. Verse 14 says, For if you forgive others of their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. So in other words, if you just can't find it in your heart to forgive, if you can't find it on your schedule to go to that secret place, communicate with God and forgive. He said, your heavenly father won't be able to forgive. He won't forgive you either. Take that for truth. If you won't forgive, neither will you be forgiven. You have chosen your destiny. Verse 15 says, but if you do not forgive others. Then your father will not forgive your transgression. Men and women of God. There is a necessary need to pray. Meet me this week. 1403 North Forks Road. Lexington, Kentucky. And you will see on the outside of the building, the Church of Acts. Yes, this church has agreed to allow us to use their building once a week in prayer. Yes, we are giving monetary blessing to this house for allowing us to come in and use their building for prayer. Meet me there. And let your motive be pure. We're not coming there to convocate, you know, the communicate I'm sure I'll be glad to see you but I want you to meet the father at that altar 
meet me there this week, Thursday, from 6 to 8, 1403 North Forbes Road. God bless you, men and women of God. Be blessed of the Lord.